rallies against Trump, and London has been no exception. The city has experienced three demonstrations in the last couple of months. I've been on the ground, gathering opinion. If you were expecting 2017 to kick off with a bang, you would not be disappointed. In London alone, a spontaneous demonstration attracted many tens of thousands of people. The following Saturday, a planned demonstration led by Stand Up To Racism turned out with around 10,000 people. And despite the smaller number, the atmosphere is absolutely electric. Another demonstration happened in March, a month later. It attracted 30,000 people from across the UK. And they marched from BBC Television Centre right to Parliament Square. With a flurry of speakers, from refugees and immigrants to politicians and activists, both Muslim and non-Muslim, it was a real show of force of just how many people felt so passionate about this issue. I was there at that demonstration to galvanise reaction. I bumped into John Rees, who is a Stop the War activist and a news host for the Islam Channel, who happily gave me his thoughts. Donald Trump has instigated against seven mainly Muslim countries and uh, we're saying lift that ban. It's racist, it's discriminatory and it can't stand. But going forward, it's about more than that. It's about the fact that Theresa May has um, asked Donald Trump to come on a state visit to this country. We're saying um, this is absolutely inappropriate when you have an American president who, in his own words, detests Muslims, detests black people, detests gay people, detests women, uh, is a billionaire with a billionaire cabinet who's currently stripping the trade unions in America of their rights. It's wholly inappropriate that someone whose values are diametrically opposed to those of the vast majority of people in this country uh, should be celebrated with a state visit. Okay, so we have seen a lot of uh, resistance and protests in the US that has been very effective, especially in the boycott. So what do you think should be the, the way forward for us in Britain when it comes to politicians that are sympathetic to his uh, ideology and his politics? Well, I think we should follow the movement in the United States. There have been absolutely unprecedented mobilisations. You know, on the first Saturday that Trump was president, there were global demonstrations um, that brought three billion people, three million people onto the streets. Now that isn't as big as the protests against the Iraq War, which globally brought 30 million onto the streets. But in the United States, they were bigger even than the Iraq protests. So I think we have to follow the protest movement in the United States. I think it's been uh, amazingly creative. There have been those mass demonstrations, but we've also seen that fantastic strike yesterday by Yemenis in New York, uh, closing all their shops, gathering uh, for prayer. We've seen uh, cab drivers at uh, JFK Airport uh, going on strike. Uh, we've seen the courts brought into action. We've seen legal action brought against uh, Trump. Um, and I think that's exactly what we need to see. But of course, there were not just socialists at the demonstrations either. I found it very heartening to see many Muslims there too. And it was very clear as to why they were out protesting as well. Shamil from Friends of Al-Aqsa, I thought, articulated the reasons best. The Muslim community has been completely alienated on, the, on this matter. There's no doubt about it. It's feeding into the already Islamophobic, toxic environment that we live in on a day-to-day -day basis Muslims are facing. And yet this order that um, uh, Trump has signed has not been condemned by our government in the, in the strongest sense. And that's what the real problem is. Our government should be condemning this executive order. And we're here to ask our government to condemn it in the strictest possibility, uh, in, the tr in the strictest sense. And then we need to mobilize as a Muslim community, as well as a broader sense of the communities, to say that we're not going to be a punchback, we're not going to be alienated, we're not going to be put to one side, and we're going to stand up for ourselves. 
It would be hard to find anyone who would disagree with that. Yet in the long term, where is it all leading to? As the condition for Western Muslims worsen, what's the mindset and position that we need to find ourselves so that we can be ready for those challenges? Mu'azzam Beg kindly gives his two pence. It's important to, if you can't stand up and articulate things yourself, then you support those who do. So there are organizations within the Muslim community who engage at this level. There's of course the one that I work for, Cage. There's men who have been um, working tirelessly with Stand Up to Racism and many others. It's really important that we understand that we are a minority in this country and we can't behave as a minority. We have to, be, we have to behave as, as a group of people who are who, whose ideas and views can be reached and disseminated to ordinary people and I think that's one of the most important things that the youth can do is is not to become at the time at the time of fear people tend to hide in their cloistered communities but that's precisely the time to come out for people to see what you're really about and whilst Moazim has a very strong point we are still left asking is it really effective three marches in two months is no small feat but does protesting like this actually work and if so, what is the point? There's a few things. Of course, there's a valid argument saying that protesting doesn't work. There's a waste of time, energy and resources. But there are other things. If you're looking at policy change, maybe a mass protest uh, will help towards influencing policymakers' minds in changing it. But a lot of the time it doesn't. Uh, for me, it's far more important to show that there is a counter-narrative, that there are people who are thinking differently. Uh, it's, uh, it's a way where people can show their unhappiness with something. And most of all, uh, they show solidarity uh, with some of the victims within our communities. And protesting may not work to change policy, uh, but it's heartening to see that so many people can come together on a single platform uh, to talk about anti-racism and to show sol solidarity with uh, uh, migrants and refugees. I hope you found Shahab Adris's comments interesting, because I certainly did. But if many of you did as well, it would probably mean just how little tactical and strategic depth all of us have when it comes to such activity. We already know that when we play a game with any ignorance, it only breeds apathy and even frustration towards it. Yet this has long been a standing issue with the Muslim communities. And yes, education of the masses can solve this, but even before we start to think of that step, it means us activists need to stop simply just doing things and learn how the game works and learn how to play it strategically. Because if us activists do not develop that capacity, how will we effectively educate, lead and guide those who are not active? Until that crucial stop is made, we will always be stuck in the rut that we find ourselves in.